Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Party Business Podcast. I'm Chris Laporte, I'm your lore master, and I am here to tell you just how much fun we've had in the last couple of episodes. Obviously, we have fun every episode, but man, this battle has been awesome. I'm actually kind of sad to see it end, but uh, here's the great thing, the good news, is there's so much more to be had for a couple of reasons. One, Tabletop RPGs are awesome. You never know what the hell's going to happen. What are these characters going to do? I have no idea. Are they going to go headfirst into battle, even though I expect that the big named boss will be the last thing that they fight? Who knows? Didn't Not speaking from experience or anything, but uh, that's part of the fun. You never know what's going to happen, and even though you structure it and you try really hard to like figure out all the different ways that they, they could think to get out of a situation... You'll never, ever think of whatever they come up with. <laughs> and that's what's been happening. But there's another reason that I'm excited to keep going. And that's Tales from Wilderland is like so awesome. I've loved this adventure path so much. Um, there's so many good, huge moments in it that I don't know like how these characters are going to deal with them and move through them and build their characters around the consequences after them, speaking of consequences, boy, we're going to have some consequences in this next couple of episodes. But yeah, I, I just can't wait to keep going through Tales from Wilderland. And there's some darkening of Mirkwood in there too that we're throwing in. So there's going to be a lot of good stuff coming up. And I'm so excited for it. Not to mention, if they ever get back to another fellowship phase, we will totally convert to second edition. The more I've looked at it, I think the easier it's going to be than I thought it was. Um, changing their character sheets to fit. It's going to be the adversaries and changing their stats that are going to be difficult. But, you know, we'll get there. We'll cross that bridge when we have to. Um, but I'm excited about it because I think it streamlines a lot of stuff. And, of course, second edition is like the big thing right now. And that's what we want to do. So it's coming. I promise. But first, our adventurers have to deal with the consequences, like I said of this battle they have to figure out how are they going to help everyone there help themselves heal up get back to town we'll see there's some things that they're still in the way and we'll see how they handle them i'm excited so without me blathering on anymore about uh, how much i love tales from Wilderland and like lord of the rings and all that stuff i think you kind of figured that out by now let's get into episode 13 of the party business podcast called Dark Detours. You have some things to deal with here. As this giant warg goes running off into the darkness, you hear all of the sounds of anything that was out in the darkness outside of the ring fort start to fade away. And you have your roaring fire in the middle of this ring fort. It's still the middle of the night at some some point in the middle of the night still. Um, Analda is standing there next to the fire, um, still kind of over the orc she killed and saved Ted from. You've got the two Brelanders now as Andy is still down. Um, it looks like Bill, who is standing next to Andy, is, is he might be crying? Uh, over Andy um, on the other side of the ring and you have Dindy who Ted has saved from being captured um, it's a little disappointing to me because if anyone's read this adventure man. there was supposed to be a little something oh well we'll see something that happened there <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's still plenty of opportunity <laughs> I mean, for something to happen that's, that's true was this that's a, true did we ruin a scripted death <laughs> <laughs> oh no you might have ruined an entire dungeon, so. Oh. Um, but that's okay. I like the uh, I like you guys telling the story more than like what is supposed to not supposed to happen. Yeah. You um, guys all crying. Yeah. <laughs> I the the reason we took a little bit of a break before we started was because I had to cry a little. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. What would you guys like to do now that things have settled down and everybody's 
you know, recovering. <laughs> you got two wounded people, by the way, as a reminder. The kid has not let go of the bow. It's like white knuckled holding that bow. Yeah, I think we I think we need to tend to our wounded um, at this point. Okay. Yeah. So Yurik Yurik would kind of instinctually make his way over to the kid and and uh, okay. and try and tend to his wounds at this point. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Uh, the kid. Did do you say something? Do you talk to each other? Yeah. I. I uh, Yurik Yurik walks over to the kid, kneels down. Finn at his side, who's kind of like nuzzling the kid as sort of a comfort companion at this point. And um, Yurik, as he's examining the kid's wounds, um, looks at him and says, I saw that shot. Impressive. And then kind of just like nods at the kid and then returns to assessing the, the damage. The, the kid says, I could do better next time. One step at a time. Then I'm going to have you roll a uh, healing roll or medicine, whatever it's called. All right. <laughs> Crit fail. Kid dies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the poison. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, cute, cute Mario death track sound. Oh, okay. Seven, six. Six. Two. Seven, six, six, two. Twelve, nineteen, twenty-one. Jeez. The kid is now strong. The kid than is ever. now God. <laughs> <laughs> the kid with a third arm. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, you you take a look. Um, let's see. That's that's like super great success. Um, super great. Go ahead and put a pip over and heal like the whatever the skill group is at the very right. Definitely put a pip over there. Um, it's, it's gonna be. There are so many like skill points we probably missed, but whatever. We're, I'm just gonna be throwing skill points. At you, you get guys. A skill points. Um, yeah. You, that's, after this battle, I think it's earned. Um, so here's how I'm gonna kind of say say what happens. You start taking a look. It doesn't look terrible. Um, like it was probably some little knife that got in underneath of the kid's kind of padding there. Um, into the side doesn't look like it hit anything major thankfully so you get kind of your little healing kit out and you're able to kind of wrap the wound a little bit as you're doing that uh, Analda notices that you're doing that and kind of limps over because she's still you know not feeling 100% herself yeah, she's like me next <laughs> <laughs> you were able to like help her out a little she's not wounded technically anymore but she still yeah. has a little bit of a limp. And <clears throat> she if pulls... Yurik didn't heal her, she probably wouldn't have come in to kill that orc. Yeah. Oh, man. It, she, it would have been bad because she wouldn't have been able to, like, do what she was doing, like, on my rolls. So, so good so call. That's, Chris, that's <laughs> what I'm hearing you say is that's ten pips wherever I want to put them. Is what I'm hearing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to assigning, start assigning these for... The... For... <laughs> For uh, great narrative possibilities, <laughs> ten pips. Yeah. Um, so Analda comes over, knows you have some skill, you know, healing up, patching up some people. She goes into her bag. She's like, "There's not many of these," and uh, hands over some leaves to you, uh, oh, York. Shit. And um, they have like a very pungent, like you kind of like hold them, you you pinch at them just a little bit. There's really pungent odor coming out of them. Anelda, there's like a time mid- and place for this. <laughs> it smells like skunk. <laughs> there's a it's a little bit like of a a, a mint almost like smell. Um, so it's it's refreshing. Refresh. It's not like skunky. Um, and the kid, I think you've drawn enough notes. You you get a good look at it now that it's just in front of you. This is Ethelas that you've been looking for. <sighs> Goosebumps. And Why did, wait. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're you're able to kind of like she kind of like mashes them just a little bit in her hand and puts a little like in the wound to help you, Yurik. So what we're gonna say is not only 
is the kid, like, not wounded anymore, you can now heal at a normal rate as well. Wow. Um, so usually, yeah, what, what happens with wounds is if you're wounded, you can treat the wound and then, you know, you, you heal better if you're treated, not so great if it's not treated right, um, as days go by with every long rest. But now we're going to say that you're able to, to get treated just fine um, because uh, there's a little bit of extra help there. And with all those sixes, I got to I got to have a story reason why it was such a great success. So, um, yeah, but you also see the kid, this possibility with this Ethelas, this king's foil. There's some very medicinal properties <laughs> that are involved in this thing. Whatever Can, it is. Does she have extra? What do you do? You ask her. Y'all got uh, any more of the Amethyst? <laughs> <laughs> He's like scratching himself. <laughs> for like for like medis- medicinal um, reasons. Y'all so. got a hookup? <laughs> Can he before she applies it, or it's already applied? Because I want. She... Oh. Yeah, I, I would say she breaks a, like just a little bit off and like crunches it. And that's where like this aroma comes out. She's able to put just a little bit. You only have a little wound. It's not. Okay. It's not anything major. So she still has some left in her hand, and, and who knows if she has any more in her pack. I think the kid grabs her hand and, and asks, like, is there more? Like, where? Like, do you have more? Kind of, like, in a little bit of a desperate voice. Yeah. She kind of is taken aback a little bit. She's like, it's okay. It's okay. That should be enough to heal you. Like, you no, your no, friend no, no, is no. Ver- <laughs> you don't understand. I think I've been looking for this. You've been looking for this? Well, yes, I... I understand. Um, it's it's not very easy to find here, but um, I can you, give you a little interrupts. more. He's like, "Do you? I need like, can can I? Can I just need this? Like, can you give me some in a pack?" <laughs> <laughs> I need give me. Give me. <laughs> it's Listen, not for you... me. He says. Classic line. That's okay. Okay. My friend. <laughs> yeah. It's for a friend, I swear. I'm holding it for my cousin. <laughs> uh, she goes, um, I can I can give you the rest of this. Um, I have just a little bit left. We're, we're heading back in, so I don't think we'll need any more on this trip, but I can give that to you as well. You fought well. Hold on, pause. How's Andy? <laughs> uh... Andy is lying down somewhere like you don't no one's gone over to the other side of the ring to check on on Andy yet. But the last thing that like Yurik and Ted saw in like the chaos of battle was Andy going down and not getting back up. Can the kid look around to see if anyone else needs it before he begs for it? Yeah, yeah. Um, She goes... There are perhaps some more wounded here. And she kind of looks with you. And I think the kid sees Andy's not getting up. Like, it's he's over on the other side of the fire, but he, you're at an angle that you can see kind of around, like, to the side of the fire and back behind it. There's Andy and Bill standing over Andy. And then Shanker's over there, too, who's still, like, in the group. And he's just oh, he's kind of looking... Kicking, huh? He's still like he's just kind of like <laughs> looking around, like wow. bewildered almost. Can't believe you made it. it. What, is, what is a Middle Earth expletive? <laughs> Ooh, that's a great question, actually. Uh, Baruch Kazad. <laughs> I'm not Durin's saying that. Beard. I'm sure Tolkien um, <laughs> came up with something. Dubarin's beard. Like, I'll Google it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the process of. Uh, i don't know man whatever it is he says it under his breath and i think he wants an elder to use it on the other wounded okay um mag maggoty bread maggoty bread (laughs) yeah i think doesn't Gimli swear in like sindarian and the fellowship or something well yeah Um, well he says something to uh Bilbo, that was not Bilbo's so... line: "Confiscate and be bother these dwarves." Ooh, foul! That's, that's <laughs> ooh, boy. 
That's some rough language. <laughs> and that's, that's too wordy. Uh, ear, ear. <laughs> the kid is getting very sleepy. He's very tired. He's not going to be saying all that. Ear must. Confound it. Like my dad um, used to say. Flame but yeah, I think I think if he's looking around and he's seeing other wounded people and she doesn't have a lot left, um, I think at this point he's kind of realizing that there's a lot of issues in the world that are bigger than him. And so he's kind of resolved to like, he's like, use it on the others. Okay. How and noble of you. She says, <laughs> obviously you are been in distress about this. I'll see what I can do to save as much as I can. Um, so seems like worked out for the kid in terms of he- healing, but you've got Ted who's also wounded. Ted, uh, what do you say? Do you, do you come over during this time? What do you want to do? Yeah, Sean, do you want another skill point or, uh, uh, no, so, uh, Ted... yes, yes, please. <laughs> Ted, uh, come, come on over. Shop's open. Love it. <laughs> please, sir. May I have some more skill tips? <laughs> That Ted reaches down, uh, picks up Dindy, uh, and says, Are you okay? Dear me! Did I, am I hurt? Uh, well, it looks like... It doesn't look like it, but it does look like you still have an arm on your leg. <laughs> and he, like, tries to kick it. And it, like, finally flops off, and he goes, he kind of scrambles up, and he goes, no, no, more adventures. This is it. I'm never leaving the tavern again. God. He kind of pats himself, like, making sure he's not stabbed anywhere. Yeah, so Ted laughs a little bit and then looks down and just goes, ouch. <laughs> he does not help the pain. <laughs> yeah, all the adrenaline leaves you. Yeah. He just... Cold just sweat. Like, All right. Crumples, crumples down <laughs> himself and just is like kind of holding, holding where he was stabbed. Yeah. Where? What is this warm liquid running down <laughs> my side? <laughs> What's this salty discharge? Um, so, uh, so Ted's gonna uh, just say, "Can can anyone help?" Oh. Um. Yeah, and, and Dindy goes, "We have we have a hurt." Heard Hobbit over here, like, and he kind of like sees the blood and just, oh, 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 okay, okay, and he sits down. <laughs> Dindy, Dindy, useless um, bag of bones. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, just give me a moment, Jeez. and uh, Yurik, you you kind of like help patch up the kid, and this all happens at the same time, yeah. kind of thing. But you just. Analda kind of finishes it up for you, and you see Ted keeled over and yeah. calling yeah. for help. Yeah, I run so. over right away. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll your healing roll again. Okay. 19. Woo! Oh, my God. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. 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 Um, uh, Analda comes over as well. Um, with, did you have any sixes? One six. In there? Yeah. One six. Okay. Love to see it. She kind of like, she doesn't have much left, especially what she was using. And she kind of takes a look at Ted. Ted doesn't look terrible, you know? Um, so she kind of sighs and just kind of uses just a little tiny bit to help it along. So Ted, you can, we can say that your wound is treated so it'll it'll recover like a treated wound, but you also instantly get back um, two endurance points as well. So it's not as good as like what the kid's gonna get in terms of recovery, but you get a little bit. So I'm still technically wounded. You're considered wounded until you get full endurance oh. again. So basically, what that means is every long rest you're gonna get. Um, two you're going to recover two endurance points every long rest so every night basically on your journey back um and the kid and everybody else is going to recover at a different rate because they're not wounded so okay well that's good news for me because uh, i have uh yeah <laughs> i'm only missing one endurance now so 
Give me one rest and I'll be all right. Jeez. Nice. Nice thing. <clears throat> um, okay. Then. Maybe check on Andy, though. Rory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've got Andy down. Ted um, just goes lies and down in bed, like, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> um, Shanker actually comes over to all of you, kind of gathered around Ted. Rory, you're still baffled at the giant fire that you were able to make. Um, Catvera is still kind of watching the darkness. And Shanker, you come up and... Um, maybe even talks to Rory, who doesn't seem occupied right now, and asks Rory, Well, uh, I don't like to be the spoil sport here, but you got, uh, I'm pretty sure he's dead over here. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, that's a shame. It wasn't me. <laughs> no. Just saying. I, I mean, I was going to ask, but thanks for clarifying. It was, I appreciate yeah. it. Um. It's a natural response. It's usually people. Yeah, I mean, me from your time. position, I would understand wanting to get ahead of that. So, I, you know, Brock. okay. Uh, you sure it wasn't you, though? Yeah, I'm pretty. Well, no, no, I was a goblin. Yeah, was I, yeah, I was out fighting other things. I, I had dibs on some, yeah. but it's, it's a whole other thing. <laughs> um, and he kind of leads you over to to Andy. You look down, Andy's. He's not breathing. He's cut through the middle somewhere and definitely, definitely dead. Okay. And died. Yeah. Uh, and he's dead. Yeah, he's... Uh, <laughs> I, I will... Um, Boo! I'll, I'll, I'll give him, like, uh, you know, the, the, the kindness. I'll close the eyes and, and you know, uh, do whatever I need to do to, to rest him right, essentially. But... Um, yeah. I think you know. I think uh, Rory's one of my traits, distinctive features, is hardened, and I think something that Rory has seen before is death like this. And he's just like, this is, you know, we're out in the wilderness, and we were just beset by goblins. So he's not, you know, overly overwhelmed by death, but he's definitely like, you know, this is this is something that happens for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Ah. Hmm. Uh. Bill kind of like stands back up and like wipes his eyes a little bit. And uh, he's about to say something to Rory, but just kind of shakes his head and just kind of walks over nearer to the fire and uh, just kind of stands and stares into the fire a little bit. Um, Cat Vera. What is Cat Vera's like? What's going through Cat Vera's mind right now? Well, I think it's sort of exactly what, you said, Chris, uh, she's still a little high from this this battle. She's <laughs> she's not concerned with uh, what's going on inside the camp as of right now. She's still sort of patrolling uh, back and forth on the edges of the camp, making sure uh, there's no stragglers, um you know, doing the 300 thing and making sure all the dead bodies are actually dead bodies. Um, well, s- stabbing any that stabby, aren't. Stabby. And, um, <laughs> yeah, tap. she's still. Those don't count. Wanting to make sure that, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't get any experience points for those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those are under your level. No, no yeah, extra yeah. souls. Yeah, <laughs> the runes. Did she Josh. collect any? Uh, I'm sorry, any runes, runes, runes um, from up yours? <laughs> yeah, no, actually, no, I was going to ask. Not super um, into that. Uh, probably would have collected one from the warg if she got the kill off of that. But Rory would um, definitely be. No, she's the dead she's box. wanting to make sure that the danger is actually passed. Go and roll awareness. Mm. Oh, I can do that. Okay. 18 with 1-6. 18 with 1-6. Okay. Nice. You're kind of looking out into the night. Um, 
And you think for a moment you see that that red eye out there in the distance. Maybe it turned one last time to look at you. But it disappears into the blackness. There's no movement that you can see of any more goblins running around or, or orcs or anything like that. But just as you turn to go back maybe into the ring, you hear one more time that chain. Those chains. Like it's coming oh, from some man. great distance away and like this wind kind of brushes up on, on the your back and it just sends all your hairs standing. You turn back around. The sound is gone. The cold is gone. Okay. So she would also like to to go over to the body of up yours <laughs> and and chop its head off and put it on a pike outside of the ring so that in case because there's no way we can't like we we can move on like we just fought a battle people need to recover this is yeah. still a defensible position we should rest for the night here. Uh, but just to sort of as a deterrent. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Post it out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, you put its head up on a pike like uh, two you towers. Know, like that, yeah, like that scene in Two Towers right before Aragorn yeah. uh, actually God. breaks his toe on the head. Like, Rory nods approvingly. <laughs> just saying like, yes, this, this is a great idea. Mm. <laughs> I almost got it and was going to swing it around earlier to scare him off, but they were, they were pretty uh, scary already, so... I wanted to set it on fire and swing it around. Yeah, I mean, I was this close. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, cool. Um, <laughs> is there something you'd like? Does anyone want to do anything with Andy's body? <laughs> like, do you bury him? What do you want to do? Yeah, yeah. I, I have a, we have the fire going, so I think, I think maybe wrapping him up and then maybe, uh, cremation would be the we're all exhausted yeah no one's digging a hole yeah. right now mm-hmm. but i think maybe we uh maybe we wrap him up and maybe we put him on a, a funeral a, pyre a, yep yeah yeah uh Cavero would um as she sort of comes down and, and realizes you know the heaviness of of the sort of atmosphere in the air and and she'll say like he's in uh, Mandos's hands now and he fought bravely and without him we wouldn't have been able uh, to be successful uh, this night and uh, she has a pip in song Chris Mm. and would like to mayhaps give a verse of a funeral song Patrick doesn't know any. But <laughs> can you, can you sing? Yeah. Your, with your very your majestical Yurik has a pip as well, so I'll be singing harmony. Oh wow! Yeah. Mom, mom and dad. Andy, mom and dad. <laughs> but it's okay. You'll be raised up into Mandos's heads. <laughs> You fell into the pit. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. yeah I, I heard this one before. Warriors in the corner. Little sing Sebastian. Along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man. Um, uh, during this ceremony, can the kid ask Eric if Andy's death was their fault? Eric um pauses for a moment, looks at the kid, and says, "It's." no one's fault death comes for all of us just make sure you meet it well and bravely 
And after watching you today, I have no doubt you'll do just that. Gosh, he's trying to be the cooler parent than me. <laughs> the kid just nods back. As you're all standing kind of in a circle around the fire watching this, um, kind of paying your last respects to someone that fought alongside you, even if you didn't know them, Inalda actually speaks up after your songs, and after a little bit of silence, she says, This is my fault. I... I knew we were getting less traffic from the past, and I just thought... I thought it was something else. I didn't think it was goblins or orcs coming back. I was naive wanted to believe that we had a lot more peace coming our way than this. We've given up a lot in the Wilderlands. We've seen a lot of death. And I thought this was our time to finally get a break. But they come back so fast. He didn't need to die. He didn't need to be here. They, should, they belong back in Bree on their farms. She kind of turns away and walks away from the fire a little bit. Looks out into the darkness like from the back entrance that she was defending. And I think that's uh, how your night kind of ends. You find places to pack together and, and stay close. You keep, you set watches um, in the ring. But we'll say that there was no goblins or orcs or wolves even that tried to get anywhere near your ring for the rest of the night. They were wholly defeated and they're not really stupid and wanted to come in and start dying even more. So at the very, very first glimpse of dawn. You pack it up. You get the three ponies that they still had, like, in the <laughs> middle. Uh, the one you've already sent down. Who knows? Hopefully it made it. Oh. And you start heading down the mountain. It is a lot faster going, uh, we'll say, going down the mountain than it was coming up. Is. <laughs> Harder yeah. for your knees, though. It's it's true. There's <laughs> Rory complaining about his knees. Yeah, the entire time. <laughs> He's a lower center of gravity, though, so it's probably not as bad. It's Rory's true. talking about how he was a athlete in his younger years. Old, old, uh, old sports <laughs> oh. injury. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, sports. I mean, I was on the the. I was the leader of the team back in the day for uh, stickball. <laughs> I don't know what they played Middle Earth. <laughs> God, if Coach would have put me in fourth quarter, we would have won the yeah, state. We would have, we would have been the state, and then I, we would have been facing against those the, the Gondor Griffiths, and you know, you know, they would have the <laughs> we could have even gone to nationals. That's amazing. I think you, I think you just crossed timelines. Oh. That's incredible. I'm writing down Chris Gondor is writing that down. I don't even know what I'm writing for, but I don't know. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh. The Rohan Broncos. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the riding. The riding Rohirrim. The running oh, Rohirrim. Yeah. end it, Chris. Uh, Are you wrapping up right now? Don't do it. Don't wrap. No, no. We just yeah, started, we're, bro. We just. We, we're just. Good. Stopped, I'm, I'm, if if um, just interpret that as my enthusiasm for the remaining time we have today. <laughs> I just. I, I felt. I felt like you were shutting the curtains slowly, and I was getting legitimately <laughs> no, no. worked worked oh, up. <laughs> and your voice is breaking. What the hell's the matter with you, dude? Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, uh, opening back the curtain. Uh, How's Finn as, doing? How's Finn? Yeah, yeah. Well, you get an update. Finn, <laughs> Finn is just fine. Didn't really even take a hit, I don't think, in that entire thing. No. Um, is trotting along next to uh, Yurik, who's. You kind of you you all fall back into kind of your regular scouting and and huntsman kind of like positions. Um, One thing bef before 
we do that. Um, I think Ted goes up yeah. to Analda as they're walking, just having heard her spiel, um, being a little distracted by his own injury, but uh, mm-hmm. now kind of goes up to Analda and uh, just says, it wasn't a waste, you know, you coming up here. Maybe. Do you know what would have happened to Dindy if you had not been here? No, I, you're right. I think things could have gone very bad. And Andy, he did give his life for others. There's nothing more honorable than that. I will say, I thought I knew everything about you small folk. I've seen your kind in Bree. Most are like Dindy. But you, you're a little different. I've been told that many times before and not in a good way, normally. But I will take that. (laughs) Well, I would be honored to fight by you again if the time came. And I would hope to see more of your kind with your spirit. You did come in at a very opportune time. We'll just say that. So thank you. She said, uh, she says, well, you had him nice and distracted, and I wasn't going to miss my opportunity to bring him down. Ted says, I did have him pretty good and distracted, didn't I? <laughs> you did. I think he was more mad that he couldn't hit you than anything else. Oh, he was, he was furious. It was wonderful. <laughs> she says, uh, remember that feeling. Anytime you feel that something's too big for you, they can get just as angry at something that's too small for them. I love that. He writes it down in a little. In a little Damn! Yurik <laughs> writes that down, puts Oof. it in a thousand fortune cookies, ships it off. <laughs> <laughs> Makes bank. He's a millionaire for tigers. The end. <laughs> I? Who knew Yurik was such a capitalist? <laughs> we knew Rory was oh, and Ted man. was, but. <laughs> yeah, that's a Rory idea. Yeah, Yurik uh, has a little little sure. copywriting in his background. You would know nothing about. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh man, um, as you're coming down the mountain towards the be- beginning of the day, uh, I'm gonna have Yurik since I know you're probably one of the scouts. Go ahead and roll. Search or awareness, whichever's higher for uh, you. Awareness. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen's good enough to see that um, you kind of catch the trail of like a lot of goblins that were walking, running by by their gate in a line. <laughs> um, probably look pretty fresh. There's probably some goblins that were attacking me last <laughs> night. Um, they go running off in between like these two kind of rocks and it looks like very, like very well hidden. If you have to look at it just at the right angle, there's like a crack and it seems like that's probably where the goblins went in. And you realize these mountains are probably filled with these kinds of little holes that lead down into something underneath who even knows, but you realize the high pass is probably very dangerous again. Um, but you're up to you what you want to do with that information. So I'm I'm just a recap here. I'm I'm I have tracked some paths you said like into like some like underground passages. Yeah. It looks okay. like because you're you're a scout, I say you're kind of a, a butt like yeah. in front of the group, and so they're coming down and you see this. Okay. Um, and the sorry to sorry, but the goblins I can tell the foot traffic is heading underground. Yeah, yeah. You see that okay. the the foot traffic okay. heads underground. You know, like daytime, they're not coming out right now because you know yeah. you're protected of the sunlight. But you see where they've gone. Okay. Yeah, 
I would relay that information to the party. So, um, from from what I can gather, we can continue down uh, the path we're heading, or we can follow uh, the um, the traces here of our enemies, and um, and see what we might be able to uncover. When you say the word uncover, Ted kind of perks up a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and looks. Are we saying treasure? You never know. I just... Uh, do we have a map where we can mark this down easily and remember? I mean, I just... seems like returning with a caravan is our prime priority, but... Getting... Yeah, Yurik, Yurik kind of interjects. Get, getting back here is no guarantee. We're here now, so we need to make a decision on what's important right now. Ted says, we could also remove more goblins from the world, too. There's God damn it, you know how to get Katvera in, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) Ted has two pips and persuade, so. It's true. (laughs) I did not uh, get as much goblin slang done as I would hope to have gotten done. (laughs) What does uh, I think? So if there's an I, th- I, th- I think we've I think we might have made up our mind. What is the the kid? They thing? could probably make it back themselves. Um, Dindy kind of is listening as this report comes in, and Analdo's kind of like also intently listening. Dindy is the first one to speak up of the other group, and he says, "Well, they did take some things from me. I didn't get all." Of- like, the ponies went in every direction. They didn't come back with all of my items. There's wine and beer and meat. We're probably going to have a very hard year. If we can get those back, I, I, I can't ask you to do anything else. You've already done too much. And dear me, no more adventures for me. I'm not going down there. Ted's like, all right, you convinced me. <laughs> yeah, Yurik, at this point, Yurik has kind of heard enough. And so he, he puts Fen on the scent. So we're, we're, um, as far as Yurik is concerned, we're moving forward. You know, a beat or two is enough. And so, uh, Finn has a scent, um, and I'm following Finn. Okay. Let uh, me ask a quick question. Yeah. Uh, is, is Ted healed? Was that a long rest? Uh, so yeah, that's a great point. You guys did sleep. So, yeah, Ted's you're you're not wounded anymore. You're up to full. Everybody else, um, here's how it kind of works. Uh, if you're uninjured, you'll recover two endurance points plus the number of points equal to your heart rating. So that's what you recovered last night. Plus oh wait, number. say that again. Two what? Oh. Two endurance okay. plus your heart rating. Nice. Oh, so I'm full. Cool. And that goes for the kid too, since you had extra healing, and you weren't even—we're not even considering you wounded at all anymore. And Chris, that's coming from fatigue. What's that coming from? That's coming from endurance. So whatever, if oh. you you like, Yurik might not have lost any endurance. So yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm tracking. Okay, but cool. the kid also recovers two plus whatever the kid's heart rating is. Okay. So is there anyone down on endurance? I don't... Nope. I think you're all recovered, actually. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, are we going in this... Are we going in this goblin hole? Are we doing this? Yeah, I think... We uh, have to I think we should... Hole. We have to do it for... I think we Dindy. should let Chris have his dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> I left this Question. up to you. Uh, yes, Han. Um, how does like quivers work in this? Is it just I got them yeah, if I, I got a bow? That's what I I for D and D too. I'm like you got them, you got them. You know, I'm not gonna make it. Tra- I'm not gonna make it track. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm switching over. I'm gonna be a great bow main. I missed twice, <laughs> and I'm working on it. How many, how many pips Love do you Yurik, have? Yurik, Yurik is so damn proud right now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got three archers in your group. Okay. Um, 
Me and Rory up hey, front. Long range wins. Yeah. Um, Just counting kills. Yeah. So you all start heading towards. I, I do want to point out that I made this your choice, and I didn't. I didn't feel like I needed to push you in any direction. So <laughs> well now, well now, based on based based on that little caveat, I'm second guessing it. And I'm turning around. <laughs> <laughs> so just <laughs> let's go get drunk at uh, the tavern. What's the name of the yeah, tavern again? Easterly Inn. Easterly Inn. Yeah. yeah. Why? I, th- why I have drunk a feel, at the I have Easterly Inn. Well, we can let's get go. Drunk, let's get go. Let's hit, up, let's hit up the Easterly real quick. <laughs> so quick quick you know week travel back to the easterly and come back well there's some beer at the end of this if uh you know we can get it from the goblins back yeah and i think yeah that's true especially rory knows like a goblin hole usually means like pretty good amounts of stuff they've collected over the years let's get some loot some good old this is one of the main reasons why ted wanted to come up here in the first place (laughs) of course yeah yeah and yeah, Yurik's looking for some answers, so I think we've all, we're all adequately motivated. It, well, it's it's no troll hole. That's true. A goblin true. hole is really what we might want. not find orcist orcist or whatever or uh, glamdring down there, but you know you never know. Um, can we just talk about how lucky <laughs> was to just be like, let me walk three feet out of the shire, and oh. Look, it, it just so happens to be some uh, OP yeah. magic items in this in there this hole. There was three wondrous items in game mechanic terms. Yeah. Oh man! And it's then he like found another three, one. S- three second age uh, swords, yeah. just chilling, just chilling, covered in muck. And then an OP ring. And then, like maybe the most wondrous item you could find. Um, yeah. So. Uh, as you kind of start walking towards the path, you know, Analda is given the heads up and she kind of pulls Cat Vera aside for a second as you guys are walking towards this goblin hole. And she says, um, I admire that you'll try and clear this pass so that we can keep using it, but don't throw your lives away down there. Don't let your rage get the better of you here. No need to do this. We've already lost one. And Cavera will respond and say, uh, I'll make sure that nobody puts themselves in unnecessary danger. Good. It also says, This is for Andy. Yeah. For Andy. It also says, um, You mentioned that there was less traffic coming in these days. And so I believe that it's uh, not throwing our lives away just for just for no reason. It sounds like there are, yeah. have been many lost on this path. And if we can strike now while they're still recovering from last night, this might be the best opportunity. All right. Yeah, Yurik says Yurik says uh ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And he follows uh, Finn deeper down. Another fortune cookie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Ready to go. So Yurik Yur- makes his second million and uh, follows <laughs> Finn further down. <laughs> I want to say, say that maybe maybe Ted and Rory just make, every time he says one of those cool things, just make eyes and they're like writing them down. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a list that we have in the background. We're, we're planning a calendar and a book. Yeah. Um, we gotta. We're gonna put some. Uh, we're gonna get some parchment and stuff it in some lembus bread, so that when they crack it open, yeah. you get a nice little fortune. Well, for for them, it's cram. I, I think. Yeah, cram. <laughs> I I literally had there's I, we have drawings of Ulrich for each of the months planned out already in different poses. Yeah. We, Finn is in a couple of them too, so we need him to cooperate. Just like. The like fireman calendar with your one hundred percent, and eventually, which is uh, Rory's pitch initially included this being uh, for the local guardsmen. We're going to pass them off as the local guardsmen unit, and that's how we're going to get people. It's like a fundraiser, but it's for our <laughs> yeah, fundraiser for these specific six people. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. 
exactly. five people, whatever, I can count. <laughs> uh, whatever, counting's easy. No yeah, big deal. Well, you counted Finn. Yeah, in there. that's true. Finn gets doggy treats out of this, for sure. Yeah, of course. Of course Aww. he does. Um, okay. As you turn to go as well, Cadvera, uh, and Aldo says, we'll make it to the crossing by the end of the day easily. We're out of goblin territory as far as I'm concerned for this group. Don't worry about us. Just be careful coming back down. And remember, the darkness won't hide you from, do- from the goblins here. Come down during the day. Well, we'll strike hard and fast. Godspeed, and we'll do the you son of a bitch forearm <laughs> clasp. <laughs> I thought I, like I this, thought yeah. you were I thought I thought you were dabbing for like a hot second. Yeah, <laughs> I thought that wow. too. <laughs> okay, I like that. Rory's dabbing in the back. <laughs> um, uh, what do you guys do? Do you let uh, Shanker go with the with the group? Or do you take Shanker with him? I want his ass with us. Uh, He's going in the cave first. I'll approach him and just say, like, a promise is a promise. You helped us fight. Your life is yours now. If you want to join us, you can. If not, you're free to go. So yeah, he just turns around. No, no, I I mean... uh, I poke, I poke him really quick and I say, I will say, we are going down there to potentially enrich ourselves greatly. I, look, it sounds very tempting and all, but not really wanting to die to get, you know, some great riches. <laughs> I, I, I understand and uh, appreciate it, really do. Uh, you know, new best best friends and all that, but I'm gonna go down to the tavern and probably drink until I can't see straight no more, you know? So, good luck and all. We, I, I promise I won't stab too many more people. Or any more people. Any more people. Uh, uh, is what I mean. Uh, uh, make, like, the eyes at him. <laughs> yeah. Yurik, Yurik, without even making eye contact, says, makes sense. Spoils are only for the brave, and brave you are not. And just keeps oh, walking. Shit. <laughs> shit, dude. That's like an, an, yeah, that's like an anti-fortune know. cookie. <laughs> <laughs> A misfortune cookie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he goes, sometimes the uh, truth hurts. You know, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you on this. And, uh, Love you see the three ponies, Dindy, Bill, Tom, and Analda and Shanker walk off down the mountain out towards, you know, the easterly end somewhere. You can see kind of the wilderland, wilderlands below, way off in the distance, way down there somewhere is like the darkness, the dark green of Mirkwood starts, but that's way, way at the very edge of your sight. Um, and you turn to head into this little goblin hole and I'm going to need everybody to like assign, uh, let's officially assign now our, uh, our journeys. Cause we're going to do a journey underground, but it's still a journey all the same. Yeah. Everyone should roll their like associated skill, whether that's awareness or explore or whatever. Go ahead and roll that. And let me, uh, while you're doing that, here's here's kind of like what's happening. Um, you all enter this crack in the mountain and start heading down, down, down under the misty mountains. At first, it's really tight. Like you have to go sideways to like slink your way through some of the openings in this passage. And... It, there's a couple narrow kind of drops that you have to like go down and, and navigate and it gets darker and darker as you lose the light of the opening that you came through till it gets pitch black. Um, does anyone have any torches or anything like that that we could use? Oh, we got torches, baby. I used to, 
I was going to say, I used torch, I used torches, uh, like several episodes ago. So I, yeah. I would think I still have a torch I, on. I think you can yeah. get enough going to get maybe, you know, everybody a little bit of light. Um, at least the front <laughs> and the back, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that's right. You guys like burned up all of the spiders with, the, <laughs> with a, a torch while Yurik was still And the wraith. And the wraith. Or the, the white, whatever. The, the white, you're right. And you would think um, that we, you know, with many torches, we would probably have grabbed a few sticks on the way out of the true. forest just to replenish. True. Okay. Then you all have the ability to get a little light for yourselves. Um, as, light it up. As you go... When can I tell you my role? <laughs> very soon. <laughs> the, the, kid, the kid rolled a 45. <laughs> so. you, you know, it's... It's a four and a five. That's not a 45. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So as you go down, this passage splits off in many directions. Like it starts getting confusing very quickly. So let's, uh, let's hear it. What did everybody roll? What's a, what's a Gandalf reading again? All right. Uh, 12. twelve, an automatic success. I just wanted to hear it. Um, I got a twelve and <laughs> two five, so Ooh. that's a twenty-two. Okay, Jeez. all right. I also right. Kevera also rolled a twelve. Woo! Jeez. Oh, for a total of for a total of twenty-one. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! Yurik rolled a set total of seventeen. Okay. Ten and rolled ten. Ten. Rory, Rory rolled a, a twenty, and he thought he was going to be the <laughs> highest, and he, he was really upset <laughs> when both the kid and Cavera yeah. rolled Gandalf runes on him. And so, like, he, yeah, he does that so whole bad. like excited kid thing that like immediately gets dejected. <laughs> and I somehow come back oh. with two uh, bucks underground that I've hunted. So. <laughs> <laughs> Rory finds the secret passage, but it just takes us in a circle. (laughs) I have night vision now, and I can see through walls. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The kid has wall hacks. (laughs) (laughs) Clipping on. Uh, Okay, here's how this plays out. First of all, Rory is a great guide down here, like very effective, and saying correct information instead of making crap up. Uh, which is just as annoying. There's still plenty of stuff being made. <laughs> um, but you have some intuition about like what passes are u- passages are used and how to get navigate this like labyrinth that this underground passage becomes. Um, so you're able to, to lead the group really well. Um, as you like find places to, to kind of, really quickly get a little bite to eat, you know, get your rations, you know, in you get a little energy because it's not taking multiple days, but, uh, you are, it's tiring work going down and down. Uh, your lookouts are very good at uh, keeping things under watch. Uh, luckily only a little, uh, uh, very normal size spider comes into, uh, your torches light and skitters away. Um, you have a little bit of a flashback of spiders in Mirkwood, but nope, nope, normal size. I mean, it's a big normal size, but you know, it's fine. Um, your huntsman comes back with, uh, some mushrooms that you found kind of growing along like these, this wet and damp part of the, the rock. You recognize them, you know, they're not poisonous or anything. So you're able to help, uh, supply your rations a little bit better. Let's say I was able to like find some salt too. Ooh, that's nice. That's, that's good. Himalayan pink salt. <laughs> yeah, fresh from the misty mountain pink salt. <laughs> <laughs> found some uh, truffle yeah. salt Ooh. delicacy. Oh, that would be cool. Um, <laughs> but Ted, as you scout, um, you go kind of up ahead a little bit the way that Rory uh, was kind of guiding you. And 
the passage looks like it's uh, a little bit blocked and blocked like purposefully like rocks have been piled up as kind of a barrier so you figure you know this is probably the direction they they've gone um but um you're trying to to kind of find a way to carefully navigate around these like piled up rocks or move them in some way go ahead and roll explore to see if you can kind of like find a kind of find some footing to get up and over like it's almost like a barrier in your way it's not a fully closed passage but uh you know you have to find your way up and over and then help everybody else do that too okay um i on that one rolled i'm trying to decide if i'm going to use a hope point on this because it's super close uh i've got a 12 right now with a six um i am going to I just have so many hope points. I'm flush with hope. Um, <laughs> I'm going to use one and get, so make it to a hope. 16. Ooh, okay. Like that. With, with one six. Nice. Great success. Um, so you kind of examine, you take a look at these. this pile. It's very purposefully built, almost like a barrier. But you do notice there's some smooth rocks. This is probably where it's over and over and over again. Something has gone up and down and up and down. The goblins probably use this certain path. You're able to see that. You get in the torchlight and you're able to go up it. You test the footing. Everything seems secure. Um, and then you're able to guide everyone up and over this um, you know, little barrier in the way. You get everyone up and over that, thankfully. No rock slip. No one gets piled on, piled on under some rocks. So everything's fine. Um, as you keep going down, a um, couple of hours pass as you go down, down into the ground here. And you think you hear like just, just noise, like a little bit of noise in the distance. You can't quite tell. Um, it's just ding, 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 ding. Just a little bit of this tinking noise deep down under you somewhere. Would Rory recognize this? Um, Rory recognizes this in the sense that these tap, tap, taps are often heard, you know, when you get under enough pressure on, in the ground. You can't tell if it's a trick of the mind. Is it something deep down below? There's old kind of dwarven stories talking about this and like the tales of, of Moria and that kind of thing. Um, so it's just a little bit unnerving to everybody. Mm -hmm. So everyone's going to get one shadow point and you go ahead and roll to see if you alleviate that. Have we gotten rid of the shadow points that from before? Nope. No. It's all part of the Not same. The yeah, of the, you have to okay. do that in a fellowship phase, Dang. basically. Is this wits okay. or valor, or wisdom or valor? This one's uh, this one's I'm gonna say, is valor because it's it's just it's sitting, not right with you, kind of scary sounding in the dark, deep dark. Oh, no. It's scary. Uh, I rolled a six total. Oof. I think. And that's with two pips. I think Rory is thinking of like the the old tales he's heard of like the fleeing of Moria and and all that kind of stuff and it's just sitting not right They're with digging you. too deep. Yeah. I can hear him. Yeah. Uh, four, 14. 14 for Yurik. Yurik. 9 for Ted. Okay. Yurik does not take any I shadow. Rolled. Uh I rolled 8 8 19 with one six. Okay. 19 with one six. All right. How much shadow are we taking? Uh, just one. One. Just one. Just one. And how much did we take last time? You. If you passed only one. I think you passed. Uh, I think you only took one. I don't believe I. I don't think I passed. Yeah. You took. Yeah. Wait, you didn't pass takes, all the way. But. Everyone takes okay. a shadow point right now. Unless you pass right now. What, what did you roll? Okay. I got a. Uh, 12, no, no sixes. Uh-oh. Okay. Then both uh, Ted and um, the kid also don't don't pass. And I think it's just, you're kind of sitting in the dark, eating eating mushrooms. <laughs> you you don't sure know what the hell's going on. Here? Hearing, 
the echoing of our chewing. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you just looked at your hand, man, and it's just like this tap tap away. Um, no, but you, it just doesn't sit right with you. And I think, you know, Ted's thinking about Bilbo's stories lost underneath the Misty Mountain somewhere, you know, and just thinking about everything that could come popping out of the dark. The kid, you're still recovering from this fight. You know, this is pitch black. You're going, as you go deeper and deeper under the ground, the pressure seems to be mounting, even if it's just in your mind. It doesn't feel right down here almost. Um, but you keep pushing on. And as you get down deeper, in the distance, down one of the passages, you hear the very, very faint sounds of voices. Just rough, deep voices. And as you keep going down the passage, you kind of look down and you see very far down, maybe. A little bit of movement. Something is in the passage ahead of you. And we'll see you next time. Oh, my <laughs> God. Christopher. 